0: Take your microphone
1: out of your mouth.
0: (laughs) That's done.
1: You're trying to swallow it, bud. It's too early for that.
2: Can't break bad habits, man. Sometimes it's hard to break old habits. You know, I was having this conversation with Tracy. It's like, okay, I got to go on a diet. I got to get to the gym. I got to get back, um, you know, healthy again. But then, then I go on the road. So I go to Boston tonight, then I go to Vegas on Sunday, then I go to Palm Springs on Thursday, and then, then i have a week damn near impossible right
1: jr to keep yourself i mean because you're 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 entertaining not only other people but you're entertaining yourself with a couple of cold cleansing uh you know cocktails and then all of a sudden you're into a little munchy uh food late at night and late nights up early and it starts all over again and i mean man i mean i don't know how you do it I don't know how you uh, do it's, it.
2: It's and it's you know it's when you're home you can you can get into a into a re- rhythm right you can you can get plain chicken and rice you can get you can you can eat clean you know you're not forced to to open well, up. A bottle you're not acting like wine. Frank
1: the Tank every every
2: uh, night you know like <laughs> that's right and but yeah you know what and then you go to these nice restaurants and it's not like they they don't have like a a whole slew of great looking food that is really not good for you but yeah it's hard it's really really hard but um you know the tournament was good last week i kind of screwed up sunday you know ended up seventh when i should have been top five but um it was a good time it was a good time tied with tied with my with my my buddy mike medano who if you think i have a good ass mike medano has a great everything i mean that kid doesn't he doesn't age <laughs> just has a cu- he just has a couple gray hairs from his five five young kids that he has now
0: <laughs> that's awesome there's a guy who i mean hey the jersey flap with mike Medano. Yeah. is that what oh, you yeah. guys so, remember so we
2: did it we did it we did an interview on golf channel the two of us and I, I this is this is what i said i said first of all mike Medano, to me is the best american ever born and i say this with true honesty and admiration But I said, I found myself playing against him and I'd be on the bench and I was mesmerized. And I almost went into a trance watching him wind up around the goal and start and do his hop, his hops the way he skated and his jersey flying, flapping in the wind. And the jersey flap
0: was legendary. Everybody wanted the jersey flap. We just, A, we weren't fast enough and B, we didn't know how to uh, wear the jersey. I almost uh, feel like he had his jersey hemmed or something. He had to have.
2: I don't know, but I'll tell you what. It, it honestly was one of the most beautiful, beautiful sights that I've, I've seen in hockey. Do you think a, in playing in life.
0: Dallas, do you think playing in Dallas did him justice on his career? Um, do you know what I mean by that? Like, could you imagine like, where would, I, I mean,
1: well, did yeah, he not start in the uh, state of hockey and in, in many?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I think was... he, yeah. He did. He did. I, I think he, I think he, I don't think he would have been much more popular being anywhere else i think he's i mean he won a cup i mean that's i mean that's pretty special but um you know dallas is a sneaky good little sneaky good state and a good a good hockey program and you know you see what they're doing right now i went to the game i went to game two uh last week in in dallas and it was I'm telling you, it was rocking. It was as loud a building as I can remember hearing in a long time. And uh it was a good hockey game. It was that's a great series, by the way. Um I need Dallas to win for my prediction. So last night was a good night. But well, I have yeah, Dallas
1: going I- to the finals, Jr.
2: Me too. Me too.
1: Um,
2: I got Dallas Boston in the finals. We we did this, uh we did this last week when or two weeks ago when we did our last podcast.
0: Do you actually consider the ninety nine Dallas Stanley Cup legitimate? With the no goal. Was that no goal or was that a goal? Never heard by, no yeah, goal. By, a thousand percent by, it was no goal. But no I mean goal.
2: but by rules of the National Hockey League. And biggest I'm, I'm screw shocked. up in
1: history. There, yeah, there's not a bigger screw up. Can you agree that there's not a bigger screw up in, in the history yeah. of the game?
2: Uh not not in that situation, no, because here you have the stupidest rule ever, the dumbest rule ever, and you have the biggest game ever with the biggest trophy ever and they fucked it up and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't they didn't go by the rules that they set for the league. And, you know,
0: well, I, I, I've watched this goal. I think everyone's seen this goal tons of times. I don't see any issue with the goal. I mean, I live in Buffalo and I'll get, I'll get murdered for saying that, but I, based on the rules, I, I think, yeah, I understand the it's rules were goal. set
1: in place, but I they... don't understand.
0: I I, I guess maybe I just don't even know what the rule is because I know it, it's
1: very clear. The
0: rule back in that time, Petey, was very clear.
1: They called back goal after goal after goal after goal after goal after goal. I scored a goal where there was a player on my team that literally had his heel in the dope. blue paint yep took away one of my goals Are you kidding me I don't score 50 a year I score I'd be lucky to score five I had one taken away back at that time they took away so many goals from the players over the course because the rule was you cannot be in the blue paint period yeah, yeah. The biggest game of the entire year Red hall has his foot in the in the crease. He has his mm-hmm. foot in the blue paint. How is that not called back? It's it's the it just, biggest. It just
2: it's a, it goes to show you how dumb of a rule that was, right? And this the,
1: ridiculous which, rule we can all agree is that on that yeah. there was no Surprise, interference man. with the goaltenders. Your foot was in the blue paint. It got called back. They did it all year long, and in the biggest game of the year, they don't call it back. They don't even go to a replay. It, it it's it's, it's truly a travesty, and it has nothing to do because I live in Buffalo. I don't give a shit about that. It has to do with make the right call. These are yep. these are. It's a very simple call. Rules are in place I, for I a reason. I don't understand it.
2: Rules are in place for a reason, right? That's right. That's and, right, and it's not. It's not shocking that they took that rule out of out of play after that. So it was
0: stupid. Anyway, um, well, how about? Uh, what do you think of the officiating in the rule book during these playoffs? Oh, there have been some, God, dirt, like you know, you got Kale McCarr getting one game for his hit. You got other guys getting no games for their hits. You got Bunting, getting three games for his. You got Marcus Foligno, getting you know uh, a, a tripping penalty. I mean, there's just Dar- Darnell Nurse got the fight. Darnell major Nurse got the worst, like, the worst one I, of all. I,
2: I think. Well, first of all, last night the Foligno hit um, in in the Dallas mini game. Um, what's he supposed to do? The guy jumps out of the way, right? So, you know, Felino's in a skating position. I don't think he stuck his knee out.
0: Um, he's not that kind of guy.
2: No, he's no. not. He, and he's and by the way, you know what kind of player Felino is? He's going to try to hit you. And when you jump out of the way, you you put yourself into. So it happened with me and Darian Hatcher back in '94. Darren Hatcher's coming at me he's in a in a hockey stance position bracing for the hit right and I try to jump out of the way, leaving my legs behind because that's what leaves that's what comes last when you try to jump out of the way of a hit and the next thing you know it's knee on knee and I'm out um I'm out of the game um I think the officiating has been piss poor I mean piss poor why playoffs. is it
1: though, Jr. Why? Why is it? Is the game just becoming too fast for the refs? Um, I, no, I think are the refs just, I think, are the refs unclear on what they should be calling and what is a call?
2: Well, I think we are. We are in a, a new wave generation of new referees. Um, we have a lot of new young referees. We've had a lot of referees kind of exit over the last couple of years. Um, there's only a few that have have had major um, experience in playoff hockey and i think the inexperience the youth and i think with inexperience and youth comes a little bit of cockiness and wanting to be more of a of a look what i can do um, they want to show more what they're what they're what they're made of and i think they're they're in, they're inflicting themselves in the hockey games Okay, and I say that by the penalties that are being called. And I'm going to go back to the first game of the playoffs right off the bat Edmonton, LA. It's overtime, and a ticky tack, awful, awful call against Edmonton leads to Dallas scoring in overtime. Have we ever seen in the first round more overtime playoff, playoff overtime goals? the end games. More referees are influencing games or have an influence in games because I've I haven't seen this many p- penalties in playoffs, playoff hockey overtimes ever.
0: But Can I ask you something? And guys, it's one hell of an these accusation. Guys,
2: these guys are calling them.
0: But for- do you think do you think the league and I and I, I asked this question in all honesty. Do you think the league has a hand in that? And do you think the league has a like a hockey game is a very hard game to manipulate um but it can be done in some ways and I just wonder if you think that the league has any kind of a you can, you can, you a can hand tilt, on that you, can,
2: you you can tilt the scale
0: for sure you right? can
2: you can tilt the scale football you can win football you can- you can decide basketball you can decide hockey you can tilt the scale yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. um. And, you know, what? I think that I would not be surprised if the league is, like, telling the referees, saying, hey, listen, um, we need we need more power plays. We need games maybe finishing earlier. You know, so, I mean, we've had three, four overtime games in, in the past. We had a double overtime game in this playoffs already. Um, well, if, if there's know, maybe, one
0: team that you wanted to tilt the scale for in the entire league, who is it?
2: Me or for them.
0: For for that that would be beneficial for them for the league, Toronto, Edmonton. Is is there any way to feel? Is there any way to think that that that's happened in any? No. Yeah, I I I, listen. I don't want Toronto. I just I just I just I I just think I
2: just think the ref I just think the referees are I just I think they're young. I think I think they're inexperienced. I think they're missing things. I think the speed of the playoffs is is overwhelming for them right now.
0: Um, Absolutely.
2: I mean, that game, the, I don't, did you guys? There was watch a call the... last, there was
0: a play last night in the LA game, and this is a prime example. I think the score was 6 3. And there was a blatant penalty. LA had, there was a guy driving to the net, and Edmonton had two guys on him hook, pull, hook, pull. And the ref was, it was, it was toward the corner, and the ref didn't call it. And I'm like, it's a 6 3 game. Like, you can call that a penalty. You know, it, there's four minutes left in the game. You can make that call. It's 6 3. Like, ref the score a little bit. Because they were deserving of a goddamn power play there. And the refs just let that go. But then the ones like, then there are the calls that they make. And you're just kind of like, why are you calling that in the playoffs? But I'm not even at at that point in the game too. Like that's the other part of it. So I completely. For me, for me, Petey, like when
1: you, when you talk about bad roughing, my, my thought in my head is not about a call in what you're talking about, because that's when I'm okay with human error. Okay. It's what a ref sees. He might think it's tripping or, or not. What he wants to let go in the game is his, is his prerogative. Where I have an issue is when two teams battle for 60 minutes, they go to overtime and in overtime, I'm talking about the LA series and with Edmonton where the puck apparently is, they don't have conclusive evidence that the puck hit the stick. Meanwhile, I wake up in the morning and I I'm looking at 10 different pictures on Twitter. That's clearly showing that it's hitting the stick. It literally clearly shows that how does the war room in Toronto not have the capabilities of getting this right?
2: And it's, it's an it's an, it's an interesting theory because if you look at like how can Kale McCarr get a game misconduct for making a hit? You know there are a lot of things that can go into that hit, right? Loud, um, we a split second decision. Um, Kale, it's Kale McCarr. He's not that type of player. It was a clean hit. It was just late, um, but for him to get a game. Misconduct, a game misconduct penalty, one game suspension, is baffling to me. Um, now, does the league want Colorado to lose? They because they want an expansion team to move on, so it looks better for them, and Seattle gets more of a, of a of a of a fan base and more playoffs.
1: Like how big of a market is is Seattle? It's huge. That's a big market, 16.
2: right? Six, six, six biggest market in the states. Yeah, it's the sixth biggest market in the United States for sports.
1: Tell you when you're looking at uh, HRR and 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 the dollar signs coming in, that's a franchise that you want to catch fire. It's it's a massive market. If they gain, if they go further in the playoffs, they gain more. They gain more. notoriety and they and they have they're gonna have more fans that jump on the bandwagon for Seattle cracking a lot of money out there they'll pay a a thousand for
0: a nosebleed
2: and listen you're you have a city that is that close to the Canadian border okay that literally it's easier to get to Seattle for a Canadian um resident than it is to get to Vancouver especially with the new train system right there right takes you right into Seattle right next to their building you know, you you can see with the with the struggles that the Vancouver Canucks have had that a lot of people, you know, now that there's no hockey in Vancouver, how many how many people from Vancouver are going down to watch Seattle games? I'm sure a lot. Um, you know, there's a, there's a there's a very good contingency of hockey fans in that that neck of the woods, and the more success that they have, and they have a good hockey team, they have done an unbelievable job with that organization this year. Um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, man. It would not surprise me at all. But um, that's that's a good series. Uh, I didn't expect you know, expect the, you it know be, the move I, I like
1: suppose. the best. You no, know the the move that I like the
0: best that Seattle Kra- Kraken made this year. Yes, I do. I already know it, but I'll let Jeremy. Yeah. I, I love jumping on shit like this. God, no, I want I'm a I want you because, because we all. both know it all. Listen, we both not know only could I have played talk- any sport professionally, Jr. because that's just fucking how good I was. I know everything. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: guess I guess. Say it, Petey. Know, yeah.
0: What's the best thing that the Seattle Kraken did this year? Go ahead. Uh, Bam. Knowing I how, know how you're that, knowing I know exactly
1: what we're talking about.
0: Knowing how your brain works. Sending Shane right to the minors, to the world juniors, back to junior hockey. Damn right, man. Damn right, he wasn't ready. Don't keep a kid up who's not ready just because he
1: went fourth overall. And you know, I don't want to hurt his feelings because the other uh, top uh, players are already playing in the league. Nope, sent it's them right back to the junior. It's
2: right out of Detroit, right out of Detroit playbook, the old Detroit Red Wing playbook. Send them to get to get to get poised and ready. You know, don't start them too soon. It's a good point. It's a great, great point, Rev. Really good point. Yeah. Don't be like, don't be like Kako and LaFrenier who are struggling like crazy right now because they can't handle it.
1: I don't know. Listen, JR, I'm going to tell you right now, this is just my opinion. I know nothing, but I will say this in the markets where the young kids get to play, they get to gain confidence. They get to know that they're allowed to make mistakes and continue to grow. Those are the teams. Those are the players that are, are having success. the, You know, you look at an Anaheim, they, they, they got Dewey Dangle. What's his name? Um, um, Zegres. 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 You know, Zegres isn't a better hockey player than Capo Caco. He's not a better hockey player than Lafreniere. You know what? Lafreniere and Capo Caco are not guys that have taken and have been given the cookies. They're playing behind Panarin. They're playing behind Zibanejad. They're playing behind Kane. They're playing behind... uh, uh, Cheetle. Cheetle. Well, they're playing with Cheetle. Um, but they're playing behind all these players. They're not getting the 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 top end reps to continue to grow because they're in a different situation. They went to a team that was already already very strong, right? And I don't I don't sit here. I think I think Lafreniere, if he was on another team and was given top-end minutes, top-end power play opportunity, and just allowed to make some mistakes because he's a real young hockey player, I think he would be a way better player than what he is right now. That's, that's about, my feeling.
2: Can we talk about the Rangers right now? Because <clears throat> that game four was an absolute atrocious, atrocious display of hockey. And I don't know, I don't know, and I, I would be interested to hear your, if you guys saw the game, how the Rangers go into New Jersey and take two games in New Jersey and look like world beaters? They go home, they lose a tight game at home, and then Game Four with the ability to go up three-one, they shit tank. They looked awful. They looked awful with the puck. They looked awful with their speed, with their puck management, their decision making, uh, their defense. Is that
0: is that and New York Rangers or is that?
2: that... Oh gosh, you're just you're gonna take my question away from me, Petey.
0: Okay, go you're for it. You're gonna take my question Petey's away from on me. fire today, that, eh? Notre Dame Is
2: <laughs> Notre it, it is. Is, that, is that is that Rangers not being prepared, or is that Rangers not being able to handle New Jersey fucking pace, man? Cause that New Jersey team was fucking clicking and rolling, if you watch that game. I mean, every time that Jack Hughes is on the ice, something happened. And it was electric and dynamite. So what do you think?
0: I honestly think it's Lindy Ruff.
2: Wow. I can't believe you just said that.
0: New
1: Jersey Devils are the third youngest team in the league. Okay. They, they they play a lot of those players. A lot of them. Okay. Not all of them, but a lot of them. First time in the playoffs. They're nervous. They're playing against this big blue monster that that went out and got all these big names, Tarasenko and Patrick Kane, and they're, they're just going to roll to the finals, this team. I think New Jersey was overwhelmed in their first couple games. They lost two games at home, and I'm going to tell you, they looked dead to the world with the way that the Rangers overwhelmed them and the excitement that they brought. Then all of a sudden, Lindy Ruff, very veteran coach, calmed these guys down, told them how great they are, told them how they're going to win the series. And there's one thing that separates the team in a big way, both teams in a big way, and that's New Jersey's speed. In the last two games, number one, New Jersey played defense, very good defense. And number two, they outskated, they outskated the Rangers' times 10. It looked like the Rangers couldn't even keep up with them.
2: Looks like they were in quicksand. And how many times did you see the Rangers bump into each other, throw pucks in the wrong places, push pucks, move pucks in the wrong times, and force things, in the, and they just couldn't make a good decision because they couldn't process in the speed that New Jersey was all over them. You know, you know what I loved? You know what I loved most? And I know this is it was a great hockey game by the Devils, but you know what I love the most about that game? And Petey, you're not gonna guess this one. What I loved the most about the Ranger game, okay? okay, about the whole the whole watching the whole telecast. Okay. The best thing was watching Jack Hughes do his interview after the first period. He stood he stood next to next to Aaron Kaplan there and she asked him a question and he just his confidence was boiling over the whole. You could tell. He goes, What were you thinking of the goal? And and you know, and he goes, you know, Shisterkin, he's a he's a real good goaltender. And he goes, But I'm a real good player. <laughs> he goes, but I'm a real good player too. And I just, you know, made the move and put the fuck in the back of the net. When do you ever hear a National Hockey League guy give himself credit and say, you know what? He's a good player, but guess what? So am I. And I just made the move and scored. And he was like, I loved it. It was such a great interview.
0: I think some people might look and say, wow, he's extremely cocky. But then there's a difference between that and being very confident. And at the same time, he took a lot of heat his first couple years, too, let's remember. Like he was, he didn't step into the league and was a flash in the pan. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder, and that's and I like I that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, people, and, used, people used to ask me. People used to ask me because I had that very cocky attitude, um, but it was only on the ice. And I think you you have to have that type of attitude to be successful uh, on the ice. To have that, I'm better than you. Listen, I'm I am fucking good. I'm sorry. And the, the fact that this kid did that and just walked off the screen, it shows so much swagger to me. I, yeah. I thought it was great. I, I and then I watched Tyler the Sagan funny thing is- last night give one of the best interviews ever too because he had fun and he made fun of the guys and he was just great. Anyway, go back to the Rangers, but I, I like good interviews. I've seen guys like 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 Larson who plays for Seattle Kraken do an interview. And I swear to God if if the guy could get two Two words that go together out of his mouth that sounded interesting would have been, would have been unbelievable, but it's, I, that's just, you know, you know me with media and interviews. I like, I like personality and Jack gave it to me, man. All right. So does, does does Jersey end up beating the Rangers in this series?
1: It's a complete toss up. I, I don't think you can pick this series. I really don't like, do you, do you have any idea going back to New Jersey? who has the upper hand
2: no or who's going to show up exactly yeah <clears throat> no and and by the way i've never in my life seen home ice advantage mean so little <clears throat> in the playoffs right i mean i mean it's crazy i mean only it's been 12 of 14 games the last 14 that have been road teams winning 12 of 14 that's insanity you know like carolina last night <laughs> That series should have been over last night. Should have been over. I'm watching, I'm watching this game, and Carolina is all over them for the first seven, 16 minutes. I mean, yep. it's not even funny. And this this Sorokin, because by the way, I was with the Islanders a month ago. Um, I was playing golf with like 13 of them out in out in San Francisco. Um, sat with sat with with Lee, sat with Clutterbuck sat with a, a bunch of them in, in the clubhouse talking, and you know what the you know what the one thing that every single one of them said in that room? He goes, "They go, we have the best goaltender in the game," and all of them were like dead on it about with this Sorokin kid, and uh, he was on fucking fire last night. But then you make a stupid stupid mistake, they score the first goal. Then you make another stupid mistake by being lazy and going off sides on a goal that you score and you end up losing. That's how that's the fine line of winning and losing in this in, in the playoffs. Because Carolina dominated that game last night, but Sorokin and the and and that team was gritty. I I I think Carolina made a big mistake last night, man. I really You think do. the
0: Islanders could come back and win. I, I don't no.
2: I think I think I think they're heavily against it, but listen, the whole you got to look at the big picture, right? Carolina should be getting 2 days off right now, 3 days off and getting some good rest in the first round because it's a long run. Now they have to go back to up to Long Island and they're going to play another hard fought game and it's going to be nip and tuck whether they win that one because Islanders play well at home and you know, they're just they're they're making it if they want to win a Stanley Cup, which a lot of people think that they can, they're making it awfully hard, much harder on themselves by playing more games.
0: Without going series by series here, who who's who looks like right now the favorite Bruins. to you? Yeah. The
1: Bruins
2: still. You know,
0: How do
1: you not get them? They're you're they their top two centers, their number one and two centers are out and they're toying with Florida. They're toying with Florida. I mean, what team in the league can take out arguably two of their top players in 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 their lineup and have the success and still look like they're dominating a series? It's like they're just so deep, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. I mean. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, are gonna, I think Bruins are going to, I think Bruins are going to come down to planet earth once they actually play a team. Cause I don't think Florida is, they're not even close. I I, I don't believe that they're even close to the
0: same caliber as the top teams in the league. Well, That's just be, my. Should be clash of the Titans, as you would say, going into the second round. Oh, right?
1: Oh man. I mean, Boston's going to meet something in the second round and Boston's going to meet if they get on, through that one they're going to meet something in the third round. I mean
2: I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now Riv, what you just said is really important because what the what the Toronto Maple Leafs just did which usually they are accused of doing coming back they're down 4-2 with 5 minutes left they scored two goals in the in the last 5 and then win in overtime. That is going to make them believe that they can beat anybody right there. Yeah. even the bruins even the bruins because bruins are is, old happen.
1: bruins are old bruins are weathered and what i mean weathered they have older players that have had a lot of war wounds over the course of their long careers okay they have a lot of players that are in the 30s you know when you're in your 30s a pair, compared to when you were 25 jr you had a lot more life when you were when you were 25 Okay, and you're not dealing with the same nagging injuries, whether it's a hip flexor, hamstring, groin—you name it. There's always those things that creep up, and you look at Bergeron right now—that is very clearly injured. You have Krejci, who is very clearly injured. What if other guys start to kind of drop because they're 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 older? They have, they have more baggage on, on top of them. I, you know, you you look at, look at Carolina, Carolina to me was a powerhouse, but when you lose, you know, a, a Tara one of your top offensive players, when you lose a Semestikov, one of your, your top players on your team, now all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're losing two top six forwards. Carolina does not look like the same team. That's all I'm saying. Like, I mean, there's a lot of things that are in these playoffs that are, that are really enjoyable to watch. You look at the, you look at the New Jersey devils, they go in, they play at home their first two games. They stink to high hell. Uh, Vanacek did not get it done. What do they do? Lindy Ruff pulls out Schmeed and Schmeed looks like he's like the second coming of Marty Berder or Patrick Waugh. Or Dominic Cassick, you know, like I mean, the kid played exceptional. Maybe it can be Cam Ward. Maybe he exactly. You got to have something Maybe. that catches fire, right? I Matt mean,
2: Murray. Matt Murray. You could be Matt
1: Murray. That's right. That's like right. I haven't seen
0: it before. I mean, it's
1: you know, you as you get a, you, as get as a little bit move. of confidence
0: in a goaltender that might just not might just be a little bit unaware of his surroundings and the magnitude of, of yes. w- what he's doing. And he just goes out and plays and never had well, any pressure he, going how into about, it. How about, to,
2: how about what he does to his teammates, right? How about, how about his teammates getting excited for what this kid is doing, making a name for himself, doing this, doing this super, super believable performance and his teammates now play harder for their goalie. Because that happens too. Right. Yeah. I mean, no people. We see it. We get. We get excited for. Our, we get our t- excited for our teammates, especially a goaltender when we see greatness come from an opportunity. And this kid's yeah. taking it. Like players are play hard. What do, think, what do for you think them.
0: happens when uh, when a guy like Bob Rowski goes in net and he lets in a goal early on in the game? He, they're probably like, oh my god, ten and, and a mean, half million. They don't. Jesus. They're not confident
1: that 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 team, Florida Panthers, have not been confident with Sergey. You know. Um, for no. for quite since some he's time now.
2: There. Yeah, since he's gotten there, he's been he's been average. Since no, he's you look at the Toronto, Maples. the Toronto
1: Maple Leafs. Toronto Maple Leafs—they're healthy. Um, I don't think they've played their best hockey. I think they're nervous as shit. They've got they got out they got outperformed in game three. They came up and won in overtime. Ryan Ryan O'Reilly. You know, Mr. Smythe scores a goal with one minute left in the game to get these guys heads above water. They take it to overtime. Boom, big goal scored. You look at game four. Tampa Bay Lightning absolutely kicked the crap out of Toronto Maple Leafs for, for a large part of the game. For for two the, the first two periods, they're winning 4-1. Ten minutes into the the, the third period, was a very strong game by Tampa Bay. And then boom, Shaka Laka. Austin Matthews. Ding dang. Two goals. Gets this team back. Now all of a sudden
2: throw in their their battle. Austin Matthews fighting with Stamkos. That's a different yeah. mentality. Like they're they're playing desperate hockey. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Well listen, I mean Austin Matthews uh didn't initiate it. It was Steve Stamkos uh uh uh, uh you know Uh, A guy who initiated, it was nice to see Austin Matthews uh, get into it and show that his team, that he's going to stick up for himself and, and his, and his team. But what I'm trying to get at with this series is, you know, Tampa Bay, I feel has been the better team, but have lost the last two games, but that doesn't mean shit. It's all about the scoreboard at the end of the night. And Tampa or Toronto Maple Leafs have divide the odds, have stayed in the games, have got timely goals and performed in one games. And, and what I'm, what I'm thinking about in the playoffs is you have a Victor Hedman who very clearly is injured, who is not healthy. You're, you're losing one of their top defending defensemen, physical guy that is, is a huge part of their defense in sear neck. You have point that damn near kills himself into the boards and he's back playing, but I can guarantee you, you guys know this. I can guarantee you, he is not mm-hmm. healthy. And mm-hmm. and when I look at this, Toronto Maple Leafs are in a good situation right now because they're not playing a healthy Tampa Bay team. They're not playing in hand. They're not playing a healthy Tampa Bay team. Take and advantage they, of them and lock this last game down. Okay. Yeah. So for, and it should be three one the other way. Okay. They play tomorrow.
2: It, Okay, so what did they? What we're gonna see how much this team has learned. They don't play over tomorrow. the last year.
0: They don't play tonight. They play
2: tomorrow, they have, they have, tomorrow night. Tomorrow they have night, tomorrow yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 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 tomorrow night. So tomorrow night, they, we're gonna see how much this team has learned over the last year because last year in the playoffs we were in the same situation. Toronto was up three one at home playing Tampa, and what happened? They let Tampa stay in the game. They let the Stanley Cup champions stay in the game, or at least the Stanley Cup finalists stay in the game. Yep. So we're going to see whether they have the the nerve to put this team away and say we're not give, we're not giving this team an opportunity because if we we go back to Tampa, not to play again, we're probably coming back for game seven and playing
0: extra hockey. I think the Leafs are winning this series. They're not going to lose three in a row to Tampa. But if they if they want to boost the morale and give the fan base something to rave about, if doing any five team, games, any team,
2: be... if any team, if any team could lose three games in a row, it's Toronto because of their history, and it is to <laughs> Tampa because they have played the way that they have played. So
1: they play know. better in three out of the four games. Jr. They've been the better team, Tampa Bay. I've been so impressed with the way that they've played, and it's not just. Uh, Kucherov, Stamkos, Point. It's Kalorn, It's yeah. um Sorelli. It's yeah. uh you know Corey Perry, Ross Colton. I mean, their whole forward line is is doing it by committee, and they're physical beyond physical. And it's a really great series. It really is. Yeah. My only concern with Toronto is that nerves are going to get the best of them. They need to go into this next game and just throw everything out the window and just go and win the game. Don't hope that Tampa Bay doesn't play well. Don't hope that, oh, I, I can't do this because I don't want to make a mistake. No, Toronto should be playing their game. They need to go after this game like nobody's business.
0: What did you think of Dubas yelling at the fans?
1: I don't mind that.
2: I don't mind that. That's playoff hockey, man. What's what's Dubas sit there and go, oh, you guys are great. You guys are great. You guys are the best team ever if you're not going to support your own team and, and fight for your own team and criticize, I mean, he's a fan too. He's not just a, it's just not an employee. He's a fan too. He's a fan of his team. I love it. To tell you the truth. I, I think it's great.
0: That's there you go. Take, hockey, man. That's, take that, that's I don't, hockey. I don't
2: Sorry, agree riff. with
1: that at all. I think, uh, I think Dubas, when you look at him, he is, he is one of the faces of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He is the one that supports that logo, uh, on the crest, and I don't think that uh, he should be doing this childish uh, child's play of arguing with fans that are, you know, 10 feet from him because, you know, you're looking at, uh, you know, Jason Sped just sitting right beside him. He wasn't sitting there chirping and yelling and calling the guys a fucking bunch of heroes and this and that. No, he's he's beyond that. He's bigger than that. I, you think Steve Iserman is going to be sitting there uh, standing up uh, and spewing, oh, you guys are fucking heroes. like. think steve eisman's gonna do that i can go through the league and and go through fucking 30 gms what's 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 what's
2: what's what's the negative of it that what's negative of it
1: the negative is that social media grabs this and they're able to twist it in every way that they want and that's just not good for this organization it's not good for the toronto maple Leafs. Why? Why? Because it looks Why? childish, Jr. It looked. And it listen, looked to me nobody, like there's no, there's You else. look like a Mickey Riv, Mouse no, GM.
2: Riv, if you're if you're if you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, you love it, and most of the pl- people outside Toronto Maple Leafs fans hate Toronto Maple Leafs. So who's du- wh- wh- What's Dubis trying to get the Montreal Canadian fans to like them? No, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit. Like who? Like who's Dubas trying to impress? It, it, you can't tell me that every Toronto Maple Leaf fan loved the fact that Dubis was 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 doing that and saying that and representing this team and, and fighting for his team. Very, or, and, or his
1: or and his I players and his players. I think there's very few GMs in the in the league that are in well, that situation. We need, well, maybe
2: maybe maybe we need more GMs showing that kind of oh, passion God. and showing that kind of fight.
1: Who knows? Come on, Jr. Why not? Because oh, that's a, that's. Just, the,
2: listen, you're you're falling into the same old dull NHL that the NHL wants everybody to be boring. Not don't say anything. Don't be, don't be outcast. Don't be unique. Don't be this. I let's think just, your actions just... and Bowling way you suit. Uh,
1: I mean, your actions show what type of person you are in that situation in an emotional situation. He's going to jar with fans that are in front of him and call him fucking in, in, in you know, swear at him and, I just don't think it's the right move for him on the ice, completely different. Now you're in, now you're in the cage match. Now you can say yeah, what you yeah, want. but, he, but he, this guy represents the, the logo in a big way. Yeah, I don't think it's the right it. thing.
2: and he's proud of it, and he's sticking up for it.
1: That's what he's doing.: I think he's, I think he's an emotional wreck is what he is. All he's done is lose. would not you be? in the, in the playoffs be? since he's come here, he's put together Wouldn't great teams.
2: Wouldn't you be an emotional wreck if you were him?
1: Oh, man, I, I would be in shambles because I, I yeah. would be thinking to myself, since I've come here, I have put top-end teams on the ice for an 82-game schedule for multiple years. We're not, talking, we're not talking a team that has just made the playoffs. We're talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs have been one of the top five, top 10 teams every year for the past, what, five, six years? They've been unbelievable, yeah. and every single year they lose. And now he's gone out, got Ryan O'Reilly, Con Smyers, winner. He's 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 gone, uh, you know, uh, Braden Shen, uh, or Luke Shen, and and you know, he went out and every- got guys that is are exactly what Toronto needs. Noel Achari scored a big goal in the last yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and what you're do-
2: what you're saying right now, okay, is only adding to the point that I'm making about his mentality about the way that he's probably thinking if I, if we lose this series to this team again, I might not have a job. I might get axed. So (laughs) yeah, he's probably a a basket case and, you know, being at his job has got to be so uh, tense and so uh, stressful. (laughs) For him just to sit on his hands and be like, Okay, just rip me and rip that and I put a lot of effort into this team. I no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm sorry. That's sports and whether you're a GM that's passionate about his team and you want to go jar to jar with some other fans because they're giving you shit. I I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Good for him. All right.
1: <laughs> well, thank God your opinion doesn't count on this show, so <laughs> I don't he's sitting don't. there Pete's sitting there, eating his mic big smile on his face oh my god dear, that's awesome
0: i just
2: say <laughs> uh, listen i like playoffs, i like man. the
0: point of view because i i agree i mean yeah they, they're playoffs they all... bring
2: different dynamics playoffs bring different dynamics they bring dynamics on the ice they bring dynamics off the ice and there are different storylines yeah. and that just becomes one for toronto you know yeah I'll tell you what, if right. I'm a player, if I'm a player, if I'm a player on that team, I'm happy Dubas is yelling at them. I'm yeah. not saying, yeah. oh, oh, dudes, dudes. That's our know, GM, right?
0: Yeah. going to support them. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone on teammate. that team is yeah, saying yeah, that's Well, that's
1: the thing. I mean, if they lose out, I mean, is it on him? I just don't understand. They They have... The ingredients to, 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 to move on and not only move on from Tampa Bay, which is a very, very, very difficult opponent in the first round, but they have the, they have the ability to go a long way.
2: So are you, are you referencing the, uh, the, the, the kind of the unwritten rule that we had in the playoffs? Don't give the other team a reason to get motivated. Like, don't say something stupid in the paper that gets, that gives the other team more life that kind of what you're referencing saying if this if if Dubis's actions oh,
0: like the old Dan Bilesma, I can't wait to shake Scott Stevens hand after we win the Stanley Cup,
2: <laughs> yeah, probably not a good thing to say, right um I don't know I, I I love it i I love I love the i I just love that that passion man it's, we we need more passion we need more passionate people in in the game. I don't know. I, I there's been I think it's been great hockey to watch, to tell you the truth. I think yeah. all the playoffs have been pretty awesome to watch.
1: JR um, I, got, I got something for you before we uh yeah. before we get out of here, Pete and I are talking a little bit about this, you know, it's kind of strange situation what happened in Colorado the other night with uh Valerie Natushkin. Um I don't know if you have any insight on what's going on and nor do I want to get into uh, a player's personal life if he's dealing with, uh, you know, issues um, on a personal side. But I just, uh, it, it, the where, where I'm getting at it's a big loss for this hockey team, especially with McCarr being spent. Valerie Natushkin was a big, big part of them winning the Stanley Cup last year, signed that massive deal. And I just found it, you know, with what I've read uh, about it, very strange in the sense that, you know, number one, the agent uh, or the team have given any explanation whatsoever of, of what exactly happened. And, uh, you know, he's, he's no longer obviously in, in Seattle. He apparently got escorted to the airport by team security late that night. And no one's heard of him. No one's, they don't know. No one really knows what's going on. Apparently there is, um, some speculation and it's only speculation that uh, there was some alcohol involved with uh, with that stuff but uh hopefully he's doing well. I mean I don't think I've ever really heard of of something like to, that in a it, long it, time. It, it, What's the speculation? I think I yeah, something it, it, happened in the team hotel room on Friday evening and it's related to alcohol. Just
2: having a a, a drunken stupor spurt. Um is not going to get you escorted to the airport uh, by security. There's something that had to have been more legal binding. Here. I don't. I
1: listen. I don't even want to speculate, but I mean, there's just they person, say personal but,
2: issues. They say personal issues. Yeah. Right.
1: Um. Now, does that mean that um? Maybe well, you they just fucking whisk him off it, to rehab. Who knows? Well, that's that's what I'm thinking that's what i'm thinking like maybe this has just come to a head where um the night on the Friday evening late that night was so bad that they needed to kind of get him to uh, uh, a more safe place and, and, and make sure that they're taking care of things. But it, this is none of my business. I just, I just think it's such a massive, massive loss when you, when, you know, taking a, away the, the personal side of
0: Valerie and he's such a big part pretty, of this Pretty serious team. if you're taking him away from the team, I'll tell you that. Cause he, well, you, and I may, 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 to get him on a plane you, that may. night yeah maybe he got inote
2: players, maybe got into a fight with one of his teammates. I don't know, maybe who knows? I'm just trying to think of things that that would cause a team to send a player home.
1: No one's heard anything beyond that. so there's they're they're obviously wanting to keep that hush hush. Um, well, I
2: tried to get to I tried to get to the bottom of it too by by you know reaching out to some of my friends and even there, like. They will not say anything. It is like yeah. hush, 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 hush. Yeah, which is really, really strange. One of the weirdest things I've seen in, in playoffs.
1: Which is which is serious, right? I mean, it's that's that's serious business when uh, you know you're not you're not that's... hearing anything, and there's a lot of people digging on it. Which, whether that's right or wrong, there's a lot of people digging on it, and no one's coming up with any any answers right now. And I'm sure the Colorado Avalanche they they realize that they're in one. They're in one. Oh, yeah. They're in they're, oh, yeah. they're in one against a team right now that is that is possessed and they believe want to they win. win now.
2: And they, they believe they can win
1: now. Totally believe they can win, right? Anyway, I we, we don't have to we don't have to dig in that much longer. Hopefully he's doing well. Hopefully he is doing well and whatever happens or whatever he needs that he's going to get. I'll tell and,
2: you what. Uh, I'll tell you what. Watching that watching that series. I don't know if you guys watched the last game uh the overtime game. That was one of the fastest, one of the most uh, precise games of the playoffs, and I say precise because the puck movement was unbelievable, the decision making was unbelievable, the speed, the contact. That was a playoff game to the nines, and every all, all I could think about is how what a treat all those fans were getting in that in that building. Just phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal hockey.
1: In the playoffs right now, JR, like I, I can honestly say um that I have not watched more than two minutes of the Seattle Colorado series. Because I you just can't. Like I can't I can't mentally put can't you stay know up. My, listen, I, can't stay I mean there's,
0: <laughs> right, well,
1: it's not about staying up that late because I'm watching I'm watching uh you know um uh, uh, Edmonton and LA and I'm watching I, I really enjoyed the Dallas Dallas series I'm highly invested in the Toronto Tampa Bay which is ultimately my number one and number two would be Florida and and Boston because you know I, I had some emotional ties to Florida for many years with uh, Mackenzie Weger playing there and now mm-hmm. he's not and I'm still watching Boston who I think is I think they are a powerhouse I really do think they're a powerhouse, and um, you know I've watched actually a lot of Carolina and, and the Islanders. So I've watched certain series a lot more than others. Colorado and Seattle, I haven't watched more than oh, two minutes.
2: Do yourself, do yourself a favor, and watch. that good, eh? Jeez, it's that good. It's that good. I'm telling so, you. What's the best series right now?
1: Like, what is for the me, best series right now?
2: For me, um, believe it or not watching the games and watching the tightness of the games and watching the precision of how they're playing um, that are actually making plays and puck and passing accuracy and, you know, great plays. That's, that's gotta be up there with, as one of the best in terms of speed. Right. Wow. I mean, they're, okay. bo- they're both flying. I mean, they're both flying. When you we're Which- going? that Colorado, Seattle uh, series. Oh. And I, I will tell you another thing that Vegas, winnipeg series um it's that's vegas has played some good damn hockey now and i don't know what happened with shifley i think shifley broke his finger the other day when he yeah, took he a shot on the power play.
1: no well, the, uh, he, no
2: well he went crashing, that's when he yes.
1: that's when he heard it he went crashing into the board no, he, just he before did, that
2: he, he did but he came back and he's, he's on the power play and he took a shot now he could have hit his shoulder and maybe it Opted out or something, and he went back onto the power play. He took a shot from the from the left side on the power yeah. play, and it, and the guy's stick came down, and he took the shot, and I, it looked like the stick rode up onto his hand because oh. he went off holding, you know, h- hunched over, and didn't come back. And I'm kind of thinking he might have broke his finger because it's one of those situations. And but if he's gone, if Shifley's gone, Winnipeg's gone.
1: Like, Listen, they were gone already. When you lose Josh Morrissey, I don't care, man. And the guy is an absolute horse back and there. They don't you have can't the, replace and and they don't
2: have the and they don't have the young little whippersnapper there. Um, the little guy, that Nikolai
1: Nikolai Ehlers. Ehlers
2: Ehlers Ehlers. Yeah, he's gone too. <laughs> yeah, done. Done. Well, Tara you missed the ball. Eddie. Oh, you're uh, old for they, two
0: on best series so far. No, you're missing. Well, you one. you think?
2: It's Dallas. You think it's Dallas, Minnesota?
0: Nope. Oh, for three! I mean, there's only eight series, boys.
2: It's not, it's not, it's not Edmonton, L.A. I mean, that's absolutely.
0: That series nah. has been incredible. Which one? Edmonton, L.A. Yeah. Listen, it's I. I, I mean, it's been
2: good. It's been good. It's been good. I'll give it second, but not in
1: Toronto Maple Leafs and 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 Tampa Bay. I don't think there's a series even comes close. There is so much, <laughs> there is so much physicality. There is, there's, there everything. To be yeah. nastiness and fighting, um, with, with top end players. There's massive body checks. There's, there's just everything that you want to be entertained watching two elite teams play each other. It is awesome. Awesome. Well,
0: yeah, well Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's wrap on this. Uh, for the people that are listening that can't see this, I'm sorry, but you have, you'll have you have to go check out Is That A Real Question on Twitter? And the question is, who is this person? That's what they ask. Who is this person? So is that a real question? Do you know who that is, guys? Mm. Say, uh, looks like Princess Diane.
2: <laughs> it, does, it does
0: look like that. That's I was gonna say. exactly <laughs> who it back. is. That's exactly who yeah, it is. I want you to look at that and I want to tell you the funniest response we got. Or it got, not we got. Wayne Gretzky.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so good. Back in the day. <laughs> Way to, to finish the show. Way to finish old, the show.
0: Old hockey cards tweeted out the answer. They go, Wayne Gretzky.
2: That's awesome.
0: That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at CraigRivet52, at the Instigator 76 you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify and YouTube and anywhere else where you can get your podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.